What does it mean to be ready? Um, it does not mean like uh, one of the missionaries who was on our missions with us, who on the day that we were about to leave was the first person to get into the car. Remember that, guys? He was like, I'm ready. And he got in the car and sat in the front seat. You know, guys were always like fighting over shotgun. So they're like, I got shotgun. And he was like, okay, he got his bag packed and everything. And he said he was ready and he got in the car. And then everybody else was still in the house cleaning up and putting away all their stuff. And they're like, hey, whose sweater is this? It's Federico's. <laughs> Federico is the one who's in the front seat. And they're like, Federico, go get your sweater. You weren't ready. And then, uh, and then he got back in the front seat and they're like, whose sleeping bag is this? And it was Federico's. It was like, I'm like three times. He was like, we were like, Federico, you were not ready. Because <laughs> Jesus is telling us to be ready today, you know, to be ready. Um, there's a, another funny little anecdote. Today I watched a video of the brothers in Cheshire, the, the seminarians in Connecticut. Um, they did like a, a Christmas concert last night. So the Christmas concert had this little skit where one of them played the part of Joseph and the other one was like this rabbi. And the rabbi comes to visit Joseph. And Joseph has this basket. And he's like, Rabbi, how are you? I made this beautiful basket. Isn't it great? I'm actually really good at making baskets. You know, it's really sturdy. And, uh, and the rabbi's like, yeah, but can you go on a donkey? And he's like, no, it's really, it's really awesome, though. Look, it's for putting the baby in after the baby's born. And the rabbi's like, no, but can you go on a donkey? And he's like, no, it doesn't matter. It's going to hold the baby. He's like, and then the rabbi's like, Joseph, it's true. Everybody's going to have to leave their hometown and go to the town of their, of their ancestors. You know, so it's kind of like a little skit about the, the coming of Jesus. But, um, you know, Joseph was like, uh, he was totally disappointed when he found out that he couldn't take the basket with him on the donkey. So <laughs> it was a good skit. But it's about being ready, you know. Um, sometimes if you're not ready, then you miss out, you know. If you don't actually have your bags packed, then you miss out on getting shotguns in the car. Um, a really good example would be like at our, at our Christmas missions last year, we did a, a gift exchange and everybody had to bring a wrapped gift that, that they could put in the gift exchange. And then it was this game where the first person would open their gift and then the next person could steal that gift if they wanted or open a new one. So there's a lot of stealing going on, especially with the Pikachu. But um, it was the only good gift there was. <laughs> so, so. But if you didn't bring your gift wrapped, then you couldn't be in the game. You know, and you didn't get to you didn't get to be part of the gift exchange. So like you had to be prepared. You had to have something something ready in order to to take part in the fun. Um, and Jesus is telling us to be ready, to be prepared. You know. So how do you be ready? The the readings talk about like valleys and hills. You know, and making a road through the wilderness. And all the valleys are going to get filled up, and the hills are going to be made low. You know, it's kind of like making a nice road that makes it easier to, to walk on uh, or to, to ride a donkey on. <laughs> you know, in the days when there were no cars, it was probably really, really valuable if your road was flat instead of having a lot of walk up hills. Have you ever climbed a mountain before? It's like, man, this is tough work. You know? So that's kind of the image for what we have to do with our hearts somehow. We need to make our hearts, make it easy for God to get to us. You know, get rid of the obstacles that keep God from getting to us. That's what we're trying to do. That's what we want to do. So, so how do you do that? I think that the gospel today gives us a good picture of this because you've got John the Baptist, you know, and he's out in the wilderness preaching, and there's droves of people going to him. The gospel actually says it was like um, people from the whole Judean countryside, and all the people of Jerusalem 
we're going out to him. It was known as that way. The whole city was going to John the Baptist. So it must have been like, you know, the road leading to wherever John the Baptist was was just like packed with people the whole day, you know. But then um, you realize that they were going there because they heard about him, and they probably thought that he might be the Messiah. And when they got there, they realized that he wasn't the Messiah, you know. So it might have been like, bro, you know. <laughs> this isn't fair. But, um, but in the end, I think that uh, there's kind of a little message there about, about seeking the right things, you know. Are we seeking the right things when we go looking for Jesus or for happiness? Um, we're not going to be happy if we end up seeking the wrong things. And then they get there and they realize that John is probably totally different from what they expected him to be like. You know, he wears camel's hair and he, and he, uh, there's a bug on the ceiling. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Should we kill it? No, I just saw Melanie looking up and I'm like, are you good? And she's so sad. Oh my gosh. I think we should get the bug. Uh, yeah. Are you live streaming this? <laughs> yeah, hi everybody, oh. it's a live stream. Is it a live stream? It's being recorded, but we're going to edit this part. Don't edit. Oh, yeah, oh my gosh. Don't hit it don't twice. Don't hit it twice. Oh my gosh. Well, it's a stink bug. Wait, no. It's a stink bug. Oh, okay. It's okay. Okay. Well, it's still alive. Oh my gosh. 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 more than all of the stuff 
than all the materialism and all of these things that we can get our hearts attached to. Now we need to learn to detach our hearts from those things. We need to learn to free our hearts from the world. And, and, and that's our way of getting our hearts ready for Jesus. You know, Jesus um, gave up heaven. He's the Son of God who lived in like, perfect glory and delight in heaven. And he gave that up to come to the earth. Think of it that way. He's willing to sacrifice all of that stuff. That stuff. All the perfect, perfect bliss in heaven in order to live and be born in a manger. Incredible. Christ wants our spiritual richness, our spiritual wealth, more than material abundance. That's the way that he lived Christmas, by giving up all that stuff. So uh, I was trying to think of good ways that we could do that. I think that um, one good way at this time of year to live that detachment is to give things away. Give things away. Or maybe you're like you're gonna get a bunch of presents, and and your mom would be really insulted if you gave away the, the present that she bought for you. You know, but maybe we can be a little bit creative and think of ways that we can give things away. You know, like I like to uh, to have a pair of gloves that isn't like super expensive, like a pair of dollar store gloves when I go on missions. So if I see a homeless person who doesn't have gloves, I can give them my gloves. You know, it doesn't cost that much, but it's like the opportunity to give something away. That's mine. Uh, maybe if you get like lots of candy or something. You can focus on giving giving it to your siblings, you know. Giving away your Christmas cookies without charging them. Just <laughs> 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 kidding, <Molly. laughs> It was a fundraiser. It was a parish fundraiser. So <laughs> she made cookies and made her kid her siblings pay for them. Or maybe maybe here's an idea. You can put on your you can put on your wish list. <laughs> you can put on your wish list something that is meant to be for others. You know, like, uh, like, like, ask for ask for the game that your sister really likes to play, so that you can play it together. Maybe that's a cheesy example, but I'm just trying to brainstorm. You know, ways that you can ways that you can prepare your heart and be free from other things. Um, the last thing I want to say is that I think that. All of the external things we could do to prepare our hearts are for the goal of, of preparing the heart. What does it look like when your heart is really ready for Jesus? I think it means that we have a deep desire for him. It means that in our hearts we're, we're longing. We can really say, Jesus, come. Come into my heart. I want to receive you. So maybe, maybe it's a good idea to just try to pray that way. To try to say, Lord, I, I long to receive you. I want to get my heart ready. Help me to get my heart ready so that you can come and, and live in my heart. We want our hearts to be like the stable. You know? The, 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 at Christmas, the stable was the place where Jesus ended up going. The stable is the one that ended up receiving Jesus. The inn, which didn't have room for him, had to reject Jesus. And all the people at the inn, the innkeeper, didn't get to receive him that day, the day that he was born. So we want our hearts to be like that. Even if they're poor, even if there's, they're not perfect, the stable wasn't perfect. We want our hearts to be like, like the stable, not like the end, because there's room for Jesus. So let's make room for him. Decluttering our hearts from the other things that take us home.